Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Joshua Cahan, and today we're studying Masachat Shabbat, page 110, Daf Kufyud. Today's page is mainly occupied with detailed instructions for zany ancient cures of a range of diseases. So we'll focus on one story in particular that is told in the context of one of these cures. Now, it is well known that one who is bitten by a snake must be healed by a ritual that involves sitting on the fetus of a white donkey. The trick is that the mother cannot be a trefa, an animal with a mortal injury or illness. In this context, we are told about a Jewish civil servant in Babylonia who was bitten by such a snake and was thus in urgent need of this remedy. They rounded up all 13 white donkeys in the city, all of whom were found to be trefot, and thus invalid. They heard about another white donkey on the other side of town, but by the time they could get to it, it had gotten eaten by a lion. The townspeople were frustrated that because of the incredibly improbable circumstance that they couldn't use any of these donkeys, they were unable to save this unlucky, snake-bitten fellow. The city's leading sage, Abaye, posited that it was not chance at all, and that he had in fact been bitten by a chivya drabanan, a rabbinic snake, for which there is no cure. A rabbinic snake is not a wild animal who poses a danger to humans, but rather a vehicle for God's wrath, meeting out punishment to those who flagrantly violate the decrees of the rabbis. The assembled discover that indeed the rabbis had decreed that in mourning for a great sage who died, certain elements of the normal wedding celebration were to be omitted for a period of time. And this man had ignored the decree. Order has thus been restored. His unlikely fate is not the result of random chance, but rather just punishment for his own deeds. The rabbinic snake is a fascinating creature. The notion is drawn from a verse from Ecclesiastes. Poretzkaderi shechenu nachash. One who breaches a fence shall be bitten by a snake. The fence here is the body of rabbinic decrees, which is often described as a fence around the Torah, protecting its integrity. The snake, then, is a way of suggesting that although the rabbis lack any real power to enforce their decrees upon the community, their word is backed up by a divine power that operates invisibly, but inescapably nonetheless. God has invested the rabbis with the responsibility of watching over the community and backs that up with the power of the divine police. Consider two other appearances of this curious character. Shimon ben Shetach, an early proto-rabbinic figure, sees a guy chasing another into ruins with a sword. When Shimon ben Shetach arrives on the scene, the pursued is dead, and the pursuer is holding a now bloody sword. But Shimon ben Shetach did not actually see the act. The killer is thus protected by a loophole in the rabbinic laws of testimony from being charged in court. Shimon ben Shetach, a stickler 
for proper procedure, says, Ah, I can't prosecute you, but surely God will. Lo and behold, before they even move from the spot, a snake appears and poisons the killer. A second case. A certain Ben Dama has been bitten by a snake, and a medic offers to heal him in the name of Jesus. Yes, that same Jesus. Ben Dama, aware that his deck is down to its last card, wants to give it a shot, but his teacher, Abishmael, says no. Ben Dama wants to claim that nothing should stand in the way of saving a life, even this, a lesson that he learned from Abishmael himself. Rabbi Shmuel is quoted in the same passage saying that the principle v'chai b'hem, you shall live with the laws and not die by them, applies even to idolatry. But Rabendama dies before he gets the chance to make his argument. A good thing, says Rabbi Shmuel. He would have violated the decree not to affirm heresy in public and would thus have been bitten by the feared rabbinic snake. So, Ben Dama was going to die by snake bite either way, but this way avoided carrying into the afterlife the sin of desecrating God's name. Who is this snake? I'd suggest that it represents the hidden order behind the chaos, the justice hidden behind the world's seemingly gross injustice. The rabbis issue decrees the rabbis seek to give, offer leadership guidance. But the world doesn't reflect their wisdom. The world doesn't, in and of itself, prove them right. And so, the rabbinic snake suggests the presence of God behind the scenes, always watching, always concerned. God deeply invested in the leadership of the rabbis, the wisdom of the, of the rabbis, always prepared to stand behind their authority. For us, I'd suggest, the rabbinic snake is about the kind of almost baseless faith in the ultimate justice of the world that we kind of have to draw on in order to have the strength to make the investment in acting righteously. The fact is that any given investment of energy, time, resources towards justice, towards goodness, towards following the, the principles of God's world, each individual investment feels not worth it, feels that it doesn't have a return, often feels futile. Years, decades of labor working towards causes, and we so easily look back and feel that we've made so little progress. It's only that belief in an ultimate order, that belief that somehow those acts of goodness all come together, add up to real impact, to a worthwhile endeavor that allows us to keep working, allows us to keep banging our heads against the same wall. And truly, I think we've all, we, we can all witness that any real steps towards justice take the investment of incredible number of people's investment, incredible amount of commitment for steps forward that 
are often far, far off in the future. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.